Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Thanks for listening to the Bon Hessler Doctrine podcast. Remember, you can hear the show from 4 to 7 on 95.5 WSB and follow the doctrine on YouTube. Facebook, Twitch, Instagram, and Twitter for even more content. Live from the heart of Atlanta, Georgia, and beyond, Hour One of the Von Hessler Doctrine begins right now. I am your lovable, huggable radio chat host, Eric Von Hessler. The other voices you hear are the doctrinaires. Man of a thousand voices, Tim Andrews. Lady of 184.7 characters, Autumn Fisher. The man behind the glass, George Clark. Special guest, Greg Russ. Other special guest, my chauffeur for the day, Stefan Pappas. And the handsomest producer in all of producery, Jared Yamamoto. All right, Eric. How many times did you listen to Ariana Grande's new track, Yes And, this weekend? I haven't slept. I haven't slept. Is it, is, it, is it a song about improv? It is going It is going viral everywhere. You oh, wow. Ariana Grande can't go. <laughs> viral should come like, oh, we didn't expect that. Yeah. People, you, know, you know, billion dollar record companies, if they still exist, behind a viral moment, does not a viral moment make. But I'm sure you want to play a little bit of yes and, and I'm in a good mood today, so I'm going to allow that. Go ahead. This doesn't sound anything like any other song I've ever heard in my life. Watch, but she gets dirty here in a second. Nice voice, though. All right. Look, she's about to get dirty. Listical? Listical, yeah. All right, that's it. Get it. I don't care when she gets dirty. The background sounds like that Madonna song. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Jared, we're losing audience. It's yeah. <laughs> a long way to go for a beat. I know. I realize how long I cut oh this. Uh, Ariana Grande, big day for you. Yes. <laughs> what, what is the story behind yes and? You know, for people who have gone through improv classes and stuff, that's what they're taught. Always say yes and. Is that is that what's about improvising your way through life, perhaps, or had you not thought it out that much? Absolutely. I thought about it, and I, I thought about it a lot. And... I wrote it down. <laughs> yes. And. <laughs> I just want to make sure I kept the conversation going properly. Uh, so, uh, listen, I, I know you're holding on to a pole there because there's a light breeze. Uh, <laughs> Whoa, Ariana, goodness gracious. Ariana, listen, it's one thing for the viral moment. Well, congratulations on, your, uh, you. on your viral moment. And uh, 
feel free to stick around because we don't have enough voices in this show. So <laughs> if you'd like to opine and comment on anything that's going on current yeah. events-wise. And uh, is that a great idea to have a lot of people right, in the room. Uh, it seems like a subtle promotion. You're always saying yes and. I, I, I get it, but it's a little obnoxious, I have to say. You're right. Uh, and you're so smart. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. You're very pretty. Yeah. Uh, huh? Oops, sorry. Oops. Not it. Uh, I'm getting older and I'm cursing more. Isn't that yeah. wild? It is wild. It is It is wild. But uh, you probably also, you know, maybe you have to wear reading glasses and that comes with it as well. <laughs> Isn't that funny? How old is she? Like 34? Uh, she, I think she's... We're going to look it up because I know you don't know how old you are. Why would you? Why would you no. need to? I mean, yes. Sake? Thirty. And I forgot. She's thirty. Thirty. Yes, yeah. and thirty. Yeah. <laughs> too old. Too old. Tim Andrews says you're too old, but you have to pasture. Yep. Oh yes, he should do that. And me <laughs> okay, okay, oh, we get it. Yes, and very fine. Very very <laughs> fine. Uh, so say hi to people. Oh, she just blew away in the breeze. Oh no, she blew away in the light breeze. Bye bye. <laughs> 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 oh, I wish her the best of luck. Huh? Uh, oh, she, 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 Vortex. She, 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 she comes in and out. It appears. Bye, okay. You okay? All right. I'm fine. <laughs> she is in that Wicked movie, so she's probably practicing for That's the right. way. The weather's she, been unpredictable. Yeah, so. it has been. It has been. And my understanding is we're all freezing. But not yet. I don't know. I'm... I'm tired of getting my big jacket out, and then when is this? Is it happening? Is it's supposed it... to be uh, later on tonight into tomorrow morning. Yeah, I want. Uh, by the way, I want to be honest with people. Uh, we record. We're recording this a couple hours before the show actually airs. Right now, uh, I am at home watching uh, my bills, and as you're listening to this, I am either very happy or very miserable. We just don't know yet. We don't. But you'll know. You'll know <laughs> if you check the score. You'll know how I'm doing uh, at that point. I want to uh, I want to start today's show with a question, something that uh, I, my chauffeur for a day, Stefan Pappas, got uh, drove me here. He had to drive me here because I I found out that my car is not currently street legal. And I want to ask this question um, for husbands. I guess I don't want to be uh, out of sorts here because it is 2024. Uh, anybody who has a wife, uh, is there anything worse? Then wanting to blame your wife and then realizing you just simply can't. <laughs> That's the situation that I found myself in. Oh, what did she do? Oh, it's my fault, but I still wish. It's, it wasn't my fault, but it's still not something. I mean, yeah. uh, so I'm driving. I'd still double down. I'd still blame her even if I knew better. Well, yeah, because uh, you do everything you can to make your uh, uh, significant other prove that they have a right to be there on a daily basis. I understand that. They have to put, endure your psychological torture. Uh, and I enjoy, hey, who doesn't enjoy that from time to time? I've refined it over the years. It's I know little, you have. You're a softer, a these you're days, a softer gentler terrorist, gentler terrorist than you once were. So, uh, and not a real terrorist, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, you know. In, in Emotional terrorist. Love. Well, I'm talking about, we all love understand love. No, I'm not saying I know. Nobody said that. <laughs> No, I'm saying a terrorist of love, if you could. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Well, if I get canceled, at least I'm at home watching a football game, so it's fine. (laughs) So uh, I'm driving down to Florida. I got to get through this uh, whole thing before we get to the first commercial. So I'm driving down to Florida, and uh, I see the cop. I'm about, you know, southern Georgia, and I see the cop. His car is parked 
sideways on the side of the road, right? So I'm like, I don't know how he's getting speeders or whatever, but I'm driving down the road like I'm Eric Von Hessler. I'm doing fine. I'm a law-abiding citizen. I always drive within seven miles per hour of the speed limit because I got nothing to worry about. And then I see, like in the far lane, I'm in the right lane, and I see that, you know, lights on, cop going fast. I'm like, ooh, I better get out of the way. Somebody, there's some there's some <laughs> bad person out there. He needs to get there. And he comes behind me. I'm like, ooh, what? Me? <laughs> and I pull over, and the cop was uh, very nice, and he says, uh, you've not renewed your tags. And I'm oh, like, I said, well, riding dirty, I'm, okay. I was, I'm like, uh, I was, I was like well, that sort of baffles me. I mean, I've been driving around since August. My wife's, the, um, all these cars are in my wife's uh, name, and uh, she registers them on her birthday. And uh, I just assumed it was done. And I've been driving around Roswell for, you know, since August. And then I realized, oh, yeah, the year changes, so the color changes. So it becomes easier to see. And I said that to the guy. And he said, uh, well, you know, actually, I've got, a, I've got a better system. You know, we're part of the uh, human trafficking, sex trafficking. I don't know what was that? I was like, you can check the car if you like. I, yeah. it's, <laughs> so open up your trunk. Yeah. So I'm like, does he have a laser thing that you can go sideways and it dips into the uh, the tag thing? And I don't know how he. It's when you cross the border into Florida, they have ways of detecting. No, no, it. no, no. no. This, I was still in Georgia. I was oh. in southern Georgia. So he was just like tagging sideways. Dang, which, yep. So I'm thinking like a laser will, can move into areas and maybe I don't know how it was done. So. Uh, I uh, I want to blame my wife because it's her responsibility because it's on her birthday, and I was really going to chew her out for that because we've both been driving around with non-renewed tags, and then I realized, well, you're supposed to remember that every year you put that sticker on your tag, and so you really can't, it really kind of is her fault, but also... I should have known better. So uh, now I want. I, I thought I was going to wake up early this morning because we're going to pre-record, and I'll go get an emissions test real fast, and at least I'll be halfway along the way, and it's a holiday. So they're closed down. So thanks to everybody's best friend, Stefan Pappas, Woo-hoo! for getting this host here. Because Saving I think, the show. I think at that point when the cop pulls you over and he says, so you knew. So now you knew, and then you got in the car and you drove. I didn't need that. Uh, hey, let's try to pull the. Uh, no, you have to go to traffic. I was just wondering if you pulled the "Do you know who I am?" card, like Ozuna in the Braves. <laughs> I was Eric in, von Hessler, WSB. I, 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 got a, <laughs> I got a feeling my name doesn't go far in Unadilla. <laughs> All right, get that beast out of the <laughs> radio the show. Baby wants you to go to traffic. Oh, okay. Is that that's the, <laughs> that's the that's traffic dog? Go, baby, go. <laughs> what is it, baby? It's the, <laughs> there's trouble. On, okay. <laughs> Let's check in with Doug Turbo. So it'll be weird because uh, this is a little pre-recorded a couple hours early. We may be talking about some of the football games over the weekend, and you'll think that's strange because why wouldn't we be talking about the football game that's being played while we're here? But you're just going to have to understand, people. It's 2024. We have the technology. All right, my intrepid producer. Every time I use that word intrepid, I remind myself that I don't know what it means. <laughs> but I think it means he's dogged. And then I remember that I don't really know what that means because it's weird, dogged. <laughs> so my dogged, intrepid producer, if either of those fearless. apply. Yes, my fearless producer. <laughs> so, and by the way, when, with your pink hat, you wear it every day. You are fearless. Thank you. Thank uh, you. So I, uh, Got a couple rallies coming up in the next I know you weeks. do. I know you do. Girl power. So <laughs> I, uh, if it gets you laid, I think it's fantastic. Uh, you say there's another viral 
song. Yeah, so not only there. did Ariana Grande go viral this weekend, uh, Chandler Ariana Jones. Ariana Grande, it's not possible for her to go viral. To me, she's famous. <laughs> she's wildly famous. Viral is uh, Chocolate Rain. Remember that from 800 chocolate years? Chocolate Rain. <laughs> that was before Jerry's time. I have it's no idea what this is. It was the first viral <gasps> video. Really? This guy, chocolate Rain. No, all your bass. Well, first viral all song. All your bass belong to us. First, uh, and also the kid who was... Uh, no, uh, Tim. The kid yes, who, it was. The kid who... All right, let's not have an argument here. We're here to entertain. And this uh, Jared Yamamoto, intrepid, dogged, fearless Jared Yamamoto, has uh, come up with another viral thing, and this is about football. It says Chandler Jones, I'm going to assume it's the defender from the Kansas City Chiefs, and he is singing about uh, the what he calls the retirement of Bill Belichick. Falcons fans know that's the next coach of the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, well, 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 what happened until, last night with until, the Cowboys. Yeah, until <laughs> what happened last night with the Dallas Cowboys. I, know, uh, Arthur well, Blank- I think it depends on who has a nicer yacht, because wasn't Belichick seen boarding Arthur Blank's He was. He was. It's what, so. This was happened uh, um, like yesterday afternoon. That's so. what happens between billionaires. It's the bad So if Arthur's yacht boat. is nicer nice than boat. Jerry's yacht, then maybe the Falcons <laughs> are still more. Bill, are you coming to Atlanta? I'll come down there. Yeah, to Atlanta. I don't want to go there. He's got to go out to Snow Mountain, maybe on that boat. And bring your talents here to, to Atlanta. Huh? Yeah, Super Bowl in a year and a half, maybe two. Hey, he's got to be thinking because what Tom Brady did, he went, he left him and then won a Super Bowl. What if Bill Belichick can bring a Super Bowl to the team that New England had the biggest comeback in Super Bowl history Matt, against? Matt Ryan back. Oh, yeah. Oh, go oh, good. Yes. Yeah. Matt Ryan, Matt yeah. Patricia, all the greats. <laughs> Bring them back here to Atlanta. Here's right. this viral song about that moment. Belichick. Oh, how I miss you. <laughs> I, mean, this is I just want to kiss you. They just got rid of you. Oh, Bill Belichick. Was he didn't have a shirt you on? Didn't flatten that ball. I feel like I saw. Him. What did he say? He didn't flatten that ball. It was Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't spygate. <laughs> you didn't deflate gate. He's insane. So why fire him? When it should have been Mr. Crowd. Oh, That's Bill Belichick. So you get the idea, right? Yes, so he yeah, goes, goes on, on and on and on about it. But it, it he went didn't have a shirt on. I saw a yes. little clip. Yes. That's you know crime. what? Can people start putting shirts on for YouTube videos? Am, am I asking too much? You are. Yeah, you are. I really... And the worst thing is... <laughs> no, no, I'm not talking about OnlyFans. I'm talking about, no, I'm talking about YouTube, YouTube. video type things. And the, what's no worse class. is like this, uh, a couple of guys, a couple of these guys that I watch who... Uh, you know, hate the MCU and all that and hate Star Wars and it's fun to watch them complain about it. And sometimes they have like, uh, um, well, we used to call them uh, wife, I don't want to say that now, but what are those? Sleeveless t Sleeveless uh, T-tops. and then those ribbed. And then some of them, uh, they have like uh, hair growing up all over around their shoulders and everything. And I get, I can't watch that. Even if they're saying things that I'm interested in. So please, YouTubers, 2024, New Year's resolution. Put a shirt on. <laughs> Doug Turnbull, I know he's wearing a shirt. He's a general. Hey, if you missed any of today's show, do not worry. You can stream or download the full Doctrine podcast on WSBRadio.com, the WSB Radio app, or any of your favorite podcast providers. Brought to you, as always, by our friends at Findlay Roofing. 
With all this football in the air, I forgot the Iowa caucuses are tonight, right? They're for the Republicans. That's correct. Yeah, tune in tonight from 10 to midnight on, on WSB. I'll be doing all the recaps and telling you who won and what that means. <laughs> Thank you, Shelly Winter. And I've told you guys for years that Michael Jordan is two things. The greatest basketball player of all time and a complete and total jerk. And I know this story happened. A lot's been going on. I've been on shows, not on shows. Because I make my own schedule, damn it. Uh, But this happened a few days ago. All the old Bulls showed up in Chicago and all those great years. Jordan wasn't there, but he sent a video. And the guy who was the GM, Jerry Krause... Uh, his widow was there. Now, this Jerry Krause was—he helped put together the team, but he was kind of a little roly-poly guy, and he wasn't cool. And Michael Jordan terrorized him every time Jerry Krause tried to be a part of what was going on. Michael Jordan would go out of the way to go, "No, not you. You're not one of us. You're you're a goofball. You're not cool." And you know, I don't know all the bull story. I'm sure there's something he did that that pissed Michael Jordan off. I don't know. But this guy's been dead for a couple of years now. What what class fans in Chicago? They're in the middle of things. She's in a wheelchair and they boo her when her name no comes way. up. And I, you know, so listen, it's a big crowd. It's not everybody in the crowd, but it's enough of the crowd that she started crying. And mm. I want to remember this. This is because at the end of the day where the buck stops is Michael Jordan is two things. <laughs> Number one, the greatest basketball player of all time. Number two, a complete and total jerk. And uh, although, I'm going to say something to Michael Jordan, who loved his dad. Um, Jerry Krause may not have been cool, but as far as I know, he never had sex with his daughter. And we now know that you know that your father did. So uh, let's add that as a third thing. to uh, Let's just say that the only good thing about Michael Jordan is he's the world's greatest basketball player. Let's do this. I didn't know you had flies in Iowa. I hate flies. Now they'll all get in trouble for saying that. Cruelty to animals. No, it's true. And, and, and Joan, Shingang, 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 If you, in a lab, put atrazine in, in, a, in a, a, a tank full of frogs, it will chemically castrate and force, forcibly uh, uh, feminize every frog in there. And mm. <laughs> that, RF- mix. that RFKJR thing is never not funny. I mean, it's just you can play it over and over and over, and it just uh, the fem- something about just hearing a presidential candidate use the phrase feminization of frogs. Well, and that's <laughs> exactly what would happen if you were to put any sort of animal in a jug filled with. Tetrazine or whatever that is. I have to say, uh, RFK, you. Uh, RFK, you, you, you did such a good job with this this past weekend. George and I had a chance to see you on Saturday, and you actually kind of broke it down and made it understandable. And unlike... then I stole the painting of Sean Hannity that was hanging <laughs> in the hallway. You took the Penley? Yeah, I took the Penley and I sold it on eBay and put that into my campaign. <laughs> How, by the way, I, we should have clips of that because I, I was in Florida and uh, I wasn't able to be, uh, I would if I was here in town. I, I probably would have been watching football, but if I wasn't watching football, 
I'll be playing clips uh, of it on uh, tu- Tuesday night show. Okay, Shelly. Or maybe yeah. I did earlier uh, when I filled in for Mark. <laughs> One of the cool things that he did that I thought was was smart of him for running his campaign in particular with him polling around like 20%, 15 20%, is he said the long-form interviews have been where he's made the most gains because he's able to fully explain how he feels about things. He feels like a lot of the... Clips. Typical news outlets out there, your CNNs, your Fox News, and brought them up by name. Okay, but and it's his job to run for president, and you got to know the game, right? So it's that you know, if you, uh, it's like a a racer saying, "Oh, I thought I we brought the car for ovals. We forgot it was a road track." I mean, you got to you got to race. What also, the race is the race, and yes, Greg. Also, it's very difficult to listen to him for any extended period. Believe his voice not- really, I cannot. I was there was something that popped up on CNN where they were taking something out of context. And uh, we don't necessarily have to get into it. I think it has something to do with Hitler and World War II. Um, and it's not fair what they do to him. He does make very good points when he has the time and the space, but I cannot listen to it. No, I, you're not a Kate Hepburn fan, I bet. When he... <laughs> when, when, <laughs> he hates on Golden Pond. <laughs> the That's my favorite movie of all time. <laughs> when he gets going, the voice gets better. I, I will say, after sitting and li- listening to him for an hour, and what we listened to him for an hour and 15 minutes, right, yeah. George? I, he's I, quite well, long-winded, though. Yeah, yeah. he has said... Oh, Yes. He has said he he has said that he's better on podcast because with the condition of his whatever it is um, over time the more he speaks the better it gets um, but long winded try to watch try to watch the speech that he gives when he announces he's running for president I dare oh, you it's, so <laughs> it's like three hours and twenty five minutes of it it's like one case <laughs> on a river in Pennsylvania or something I mean it is just like okay I don't know if this guy knows how to do this he's a, he, there's no applause line I was looking at the tadpoles and a lot of the tadpoles <laughs> had pink hair and they, they were not gender specific <laughs> but doesn't that I mean isn't that a classic sort of politician thing there were plenty of things speeches that lasted Clinton's three hours yeah. before stood around i would like to say before the advent of television but i'm going to say before the advent of radio yes people had yeah. nothing else to do yeah. they went out to town and yeah the lincoln douglas debates were four hours they would start out with an hour speech from either of them or something like that and people would sit there in the hot sun well, with their TV. parasols and that's what we're saying you know, yeah that but guy, I, that, I i would be willing I'd be willing to listen to someone speak for an hour if they were interesting, but with his voice, there is a physical reaction that happens within me. Um, thinking about putting a paper towel in your mouth, shoving that in your mouth. It's the same kind of thing. Like, it just makes yeah. my skin All right, let's not get too personal. He does have a condition. It's not like... I know. Uh, I'm not uh, trying uh, to be nasty about it. I, I just... It's a shame, because I do think he has a very good... He's in better shape than we are. Oh, look at him. He's I just saw, he, was, he did look svelte. I just, I just I know, saw like, the picture... Even with, with me, he with makes me look Jared. like a fatty. Like, like yeah. in this picture. He does CrossFit. Yeah. He's married to a hot wife. He got a hot wife. Oh, he's got Cheryl Hines about CrossFit. I should have talked to him. That's right. Marjorie Taylor Green. Now, you're kind of nutty. I don't really want to be associated. Do you have a podcast? Oh, come on. <laughs> where is RFKJR's RF uh, campaign? Like he, he started off kind of blazing, being everywhere, and he fell off of my radar. He fell out of my algorithm. Was that on purpose? Is that because Google that, doesn't want him in my ba- algorithm? That's basically what he was insinuating. Probably. He said that conservative outlets are the only ones that are friendly enough to actually have him on anymore. But he used to pop up in my algorithms, and I'm wondering, you know, can you know tinfoil hat thing i guess but i'm wondering if i i didn't 
do things that said, don't ever show me RFKJR again. But Because in the beginning, when he was starting to make some noise, he would just kind of show up because I'd watch a lot of stuff about current events and things I'll like that. I'll be on Nerdrotic this week talking about the new Doctor Who <laughs> <laughs> and Atrazine. <laughs> <laughs> Doug Turnbull, how are things on the road? So RFKJR is not a part of the Iowa. Tonight, the Iowa caucuses are just GOP. We know Trump's going to win. The only story is... Who's going to come in second, right? Correct, yeah. Basically, if DeSantis comes in third, everyone suspects that he will drop out. I saw a story that said they do everything they can, you know, because obviously I don't care how you feel about Trump. I'm not voting. But, uh, you know, any stories, oh, the winter weather could hurt the Trump turnout. Yeah. I, have you seen these MAGA people? I ain't going. It's too much. <laughs> too cold. I can't walk in there. Nope. I think that they would walk. You know, they would walk, if you told them you had to go to Antarctica <laughs> to caucus, yeah. I think that they would have started walking in August. Well, and Trump put the call out last night. He said, you better be there. You can't sit home. If you're sick as a dog, you say, darling, I got a bad Even if you vote and then pass away, it's worth it. <laughs> I'll take your dead vote. Look, you better look. We take people right before they die. The Democrats take them after they've been dead for twenty years. That is the funniest thing a political yeah. candidate has ever said in American history. You can't sit home if you're sick as a dog. You say, "Darling, I got a bad." Even if you vote and then pass away, it's worth it. <laughs> you're right, Mr. Trump. <laughs> Can you imagine? I got a guy that's like literally wheeling gurneys in. You Trump know, with, encouraging six pa- sick patients to yes, vote for him. Yes, and it, not there only were that, like that not, this o- not only that, pass along the flu. Yeah, because you know he doesn't care about that kind of stuff. Okay, wear a mask, <laughs> then die. How many ivy trees will be in the caucusing? Yes. You know, when you got when you go, we think of it as voting. It's not voting if you've never done a caucus before, which I've never have, but I've, you've seen it explained. You have to be there for hours mm-hmm. you, because what happens is you're like in a gymnasium and you like there'll be a placard for Vivek and Trump and DeSantis and everything and you go stand over in those corners and then they just start whittling it down it's like okay well you these candidates you can't win who do you want to join then you have to decide to go over which side are you going to join until you come up with a majority and 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 then you're able to go first second third and all of that and then there's that round with the dodgeballs at the very end at the very yeah. end that's only in a tie yeah that's only in a tie. That's where they pull out the dodgeballs. Well, listen, this Iowa voter says the weather's not going to slow him down. Ah, this is Iowa. If you don't like the weather, stick around. It'll change in 10 minutes. Oh, that is a saying everywhere I've ever lived. I'm sorry. Am I wrong about every place? And I've lived in the South, I've lived in the Northeast, I've lived in, in California. Every place I've lived, the locals think they're the only people who ever have that hilarious line about the weather. But every place I've lived, somebody has said, "Hey, hey welcome, but uh, if you if you uh, if you don't like the weather, yeah, you don't like the weather, you just, gotta move. Right? No, problem. just stick around. No, stick around. It'll be different yeah. next time. <laughs> Sir, which eyeball do I look at? Do I look at the left one or the you right? You look very like the guy, the local anywhere who tells you that joke is the guy who drinks sixteen cups of coffee a day. <laughs> You're damn right, I do. Come on, man. Ah, this is Iowa. If yeah. you don't like the weather, stick around. It'll change." That's right. We got it's, a volcano brewing up now, so right by down there by Ames. <laughs> RFKJR says it has something to do with the atrazine. Atrazine in the water and the corn. <laughs> what a strange 
what a strange point of pride about where you live. We've oh, yeah. got weather, We've and got it changes. <laughs> yeah, they don't got weather down for real. <laughs> well, our, you see, ours is different. If you just stick around for 10 minutes. <laughs> It'll be the same? No, no, you'll get, no, no. The idea is, if you don't like the weather, stick around for 10 minutes, you'll get something else. Oh, it's so actually, so your left eye just keeps spinning, man. I'm yeah. not sure which one. Well, it's detached. <laughs> it's the 17th cup of coffee. It's detached. <laughs> Doug Turnbull, uh, help us out. You know what they say in Iowa, an apple a day keeps the doctor away. No, that's not That's not what they say. That's well, not what they, uh, they say. It seems like it's not a noise, it's a pop. No, that's you people, you're useless. Oh, in Iowa, but it, 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 no, no, no. the birds of a feather flock together. Uh, when you, a guy give me my sack, I'm get, going to the grocery store. Get out of the caucus gymnasium. Go freeze. <laughs> All right. Anybody see this story? Why are you pointing your fingers? I'm this a little is hour confused. Two. Oh, I'm sorry. Hour two of the Von Hessler Doctrine begins right now. I thought we had won a war or something, a victory. Eric, victory in Europe. Victory in our time. Listen, I'm trying to be your intrepid producer right You now. are fearless. fearless. Putting the two in front of your computer. You are fearless. <laughs> All right, ESPM, that's uh, the uh, laughter of English Nick, who's going to join us for Toodle Pip in just a moment. Uh, I don't know if people saw this story, LA Times, ESPN returns 37 Emmys. Hmm. This goes back to the 90s. Disciplines employees after a decades-long scheme is unearthed. ESPN has returned dozens of Emmys, and uh, yeah, I just told you, disciplined employees involved in a decades-long scheme to secure trophies <laughs> for ineligible on-air personalities. They submitted false names for consideration. <laughs> so I feel like it, I couldn't quite understand this, but they flooded them with false names, and when those false names would win, they would get the trophies and they would re-engrave them. So I think what they would do is they would put like camera people in, like no one would know who they are, what their real names are, and then they would take their names off, and then they'd put on-air personality names on there, and then they would say that they won the Emmys. Ridiculous. This is, uh, and you and feel good about that? Yes. Yeah, we didn't really win that thing, but who cares? Yeah, but yeah, that, Other people just, think that we did. So, and 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 and, and I want to say to people, don't do this kind of stuff trying to get awards. Just do the best that you can and let the chips fall where they may. Eric von Hessler's done quite well. I have never won. Anything. I have not one single radio award because you have to submit, you have to play the game, You've been you have to try by other people. By other yeah, could people. You imagine submitting yourself. Yeah, people do do. Absolutely. Because it's a resume builder. It's a resume builder. But uh, the reward is that you, you're kept on the air and you have work because yeah. people don't leave in droves when you begin speaking. Do it for the right reasons. I will never. This show is wildly popular. I was on a wildly popular show before this show. This host will never, ever, ever get a radio award of any kind. And you know what that means? I've got a damn good show. Mm. Let's do this. I, I, I prefer the other shows. Toodle Pip. I apologize for Greg Russ no. stepping all over no, your I, I, intro. I, I, let him finish I mean, you'd think that this guy would have some radio timing at this point. He's too busy submitting That's why himself we have a, for an award. Is, is it too much for the host to have the last word? Is so, it? Sorry, I'm we haven't won. It to test. I'm putting it to test because I've won many awards that I've submitted myself for. <laughs> I've got trophies in a trophy case, and I do a terrible radio show. You do a good radio show. We'll see who wins because when I listen to radio, I say, 
I hate that guy, but he has a lot of awards. Yeah, so, I'm, yeah, so he's on to something. I don't want to be left out of the loop. Everybody yes. likes this guy. I think he's terrible. Wasn't it a couple of weeks ago you were talking about, hey, weren't you the second most popular talk show in the country? Yeah, but that was one magazine. That wasn't like an audience size thing. But that was still like, recognized. You know. uh, yeah, who cares? Yeah. Nobody knows. Nobody Who reads that magazine? Tim I mean, Conway I, Jr. cares because he's like, number one. He's number uh-huh. one. I wouldn't. I mean, it's just, it's <laughs> silly. We, it's, it's, it's to make Listen, s- we went from being like, what, the 76th the year before to yeah. being the second best? That's pretty good. But you know what also happened between 76 and 2? What? My paycheck. Check grew, and that's why that's the only award slash reward that tells you you're doing a good job, no matter what you do for a living. English Nick, toodle our pips or pip our toodles. I don't care. Okay, speaking of top things and number ones and whatever, uh, Morgan Wallen and Taylor Swift are amongst the most anticipated tours of 2024. They should tour together as the racist and the unlikable. This is from Fox News, by the way. Fox News published this. There's tons of other great acts touring. Didn't she just tour? Well, it's still going on. Oh, it'll go on forever. Over the weekend, I'm sorry. I I don't care. This woman is one of the most unlikable people. Now, I'm not into her music. Unlikable? Unlikable. She is unlikable. Uh, this, This, as a football fan, somebody who, at the end of that game where they were beating up the Miami Dolphins in, uh, doesn't she have fans in Miami? And you go up to the the booth up there, and they're singing, and they're going back. Swag surfing? Swag when I surf. What I'm saying is, Taylor, you're not rooting for the underdog. You're rooting for the team that's been in the last three Super Bowls and won two of them. Then it's not a cute story. Like she grew up and she loved the Detroit Lions. You know, like you know Eminem. You know, smile. I don't know, whatever. But I can believe that Eminem grew up in Detroit <laughs> and that he rooted for the Lions and they've been terrible. And now that's a story I can go. Oh, that's a fan who's been. You know, I can. He's been there a lot. People can relate to that. But just to jump in after two Super Bowls. And and be up there doing that. It's it is she is unlikable. Now I don't know her, so I don't know what she's like really. Mm-hmm. I'm just ta- I can only go off of public perception, like what she looks like in the public. And it is it is obnoxious. And everybody's like every time you know what the most phantom thing in the world is the Swifties. Every time I say something about Taylor Swift, like, oh look out for those Swifties. But you know what I figured out the other day? I'm not on social media. <laughs> if you're not on social media, it's not like these, you know, some 15 year old will come up and punch you in the kneecaps. Yeah. It's like you don't, you're not going to be taken out. They're all bots anyway. Probably. And, and so because I'm not on social media, it's like having like uh, what is in Star Trek when you put up those shields? The uh, force field. Force. Like, yes. the, uh, like I have that around me. The Swifties. A Swiftie. I can, I can look at Swifties and say, you're dumb. You're dumb people. And they cannot harm me because I'm not in their firing zone. Their firing zone is social media. They can't penetrate the world of Eric Von Hester is they what you're saying. They absolutely can't. No. I found something I kinda, slightly uh, the, sexual about the, that. The but. Peacock crew was was going over the top to make it a point to show oh, because, her every, to show every reaction that she was doing. This is the only there. game. This yeah. is the only game Peacock has. Like, we got Taylor Swift. Yeah. We're going to show her all the time. And let's not forget that the the Eras, the tour movie, isn't available on Peacock. It's on Amazon. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Peacock have finally got some Taylor Swift. So here's, here's the other thing I was thinking about Eras, and it's it's just like a millennial. Now, I'm not, I'm not trying to pile on here. This is just an observation. <laughs> it is The idea of the Eras tour is that she does the different eras of her life. 
It's just like a millennial at 34 to do a retrospective of your life. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> oh, she had some dark years yeah, in there, you know? John like, Mayer. You know, you're 60 and you do an autobiography at that point. Like, well, I've been through a lot. Oh, at 34, let me tell you all the wisdom that I've... The you know, first thing that you should do is uh, make your favorite team the best team over the last four or five years. If you're just going to pick one. She actually grew up in Philadelphia. If she's anything, she's an, she's Eagles, an Eagles fan. fan. And uh, that team beat the Eagles last but, year. But, Eric, did you see the uh, this, the outfit that she was wearing? It was custom made by another NFL player's wife. The most unlikable human being on the planet. <laughs> and I'm, in- I'm including Putin. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't know either of them. Just public perception. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I think if Putin liked the Kansas City Chiefs, he'd, he'd slink in. He would be. my favorite team. <laughs> it's a shame that Putin's not dating one of the Buffalo Bills players, because then he could be in the box. Uh, yeah, I've been on a few dates with uh, uh, Mr. Josh Allen. You're a, you're a hockey fan, I should I do like the Sabres. Alright, what else you got? Anecdotally, well, yes. Yes. Um, I was making fun of Taylor Swift uh, during a trivia night, because one of the answers was about her, mm-hmm. and I was like telling her to sit down, and like, are we sick of her? And everybody was into it. Like Everybody yeah. agreed with me that she was annoying. Well, she doesn't, uh, she doesn't have enough... She doesn't have personal awareness and to understand that sometimes when you're that big you need to go away for three or four months but things and then kind of re-emerge she just she can't get enough of the spotlight most unlikable person on earth uh you know who is the most likable person on earth who doug turnbull he's gonna help you get home. is queen elizabeth's walking stick real or not oh my goodness no one is gonna change the station i can tell you that right now <laughs> All right. So long as there are pips to be tootled, English Nick's job is never done. Exactly. A lot of it. I'm cut out for a lot of it today. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is from APnews.com. A man who claimed to be selling Queen Elizabeth II's walking stick is sentenced for fraud. (laughs) This is a a guy called Drew Marshall, 26, from Hampshire, down in the south of England. Not not far from where I grew up. You know those guys, but Hampshire, that's the, uh, you know how they are. (laughs) I did not call it myself. (laughs) So, this is one of those kind of things where I don't, I, you know, the guy, why would anybody believe that Drew would have Well, because he was a footman at Windsor Castle when he was And is that what they do after the Queen dies? Who wants the walking stick. Uh, like, hey. <laughs> what did the walking stick look like? Uh, yeah, it was like an evil Knievel thing. Brown and I think uh, it had a, like. the, the like top a of it sticky. was a corgi's head. <laughs> oh, you know they do carved yes. into the wood. Okay, it's not like a Harry Potter wand or anything. No, no, no. no. Can that I would tell? be a wand, Can not I? a stick. That's her. That's her walking wand. Right. But he, that's also, her flying wand. You got to point out that he was selling that on eBay, and the money was supposed to go to a charity. Oh, right. Six hundred eighty-six dollars he made. Yeah. Yes. Okay, he lied about that, but he was doing it for a good reason. Yeah, right. So uh, I noticed something about the Queen since I. I was uh, I was writing down something because you know I do little notes like okay well here's a little something I might say tomorrow something I think is funny or whatever and like anything else you want the language you know to be you know kind of have rhythm to it and uh, this is something that I've noticed uh, since since it's now a king it's not as easy to be funny I thought of a line and it was like the uh, it's like the queen or something like that and I I, was, I had to remind myself oh she's not the queen anymore and when I put king in there. It just absolutely was flat. It wasn't, I guess maybe because we knew her for so long, even from over here, Mm -hmm. that you could make jokes about little things, her personality, her quirks, whatever. But, uh, or it just turns out that Charles is just boring. 
And I think that's yeah. the truth. Because I still want to, I still want to refer to the Queen, and yeah, yeah. Uh, that means he's not stepping up to the job. I think. I, Although I think people in England like him just because he's. I think it's your first point: the fact that she was on the throne yeah. for so long. Like it's you know. Uh, maybe I'll go ahead and do, we've a, known. do another tootle pip. I'll see if I. Well, we got another royal story. This is from CNN. Uh, Denmark's King Frederick X takes the throne after uh, his mum abdicated. Who did? Huh. The Denmark. Queen of Denmark. The Queen abdicated. of Denmark. She abdicated. Oh, that's all five my jokes. Decades. <laughs> five decades. I got to put in Prince uh, to King now. <laughs> yeah. So King I'm retiring. Fr- it's too hard to write these lines. It's Charles III and Frederick X, huh? I didn't know they had a king and queen there. I didn't know I, that either. I knew they did, but you don't hear anything about them, really. Are they cousins with the... Uh, they're probably... The Windsors. The blood is probably... Here's a line that I wrote down over, over the weekend because I was in Florida. And uh, this has nothing to do with the king or the queen, but uh, <laughs> okay. it's, it's, hey, it's your show. It, it is a question. Well, it's his show, so it, it is a question. And the the so, uh, well, the question I wrote down is: Is there anything more annoying than a group of drunk sisters singing karaoke together? <laughs> oh, was that in reference to your own wife and her sisters? Yes, yes, it was. <laughs> As a man who has a little bit of experience with karaoke, I can say, yeah, sometimes it is. It's, it's, it's the worst. I would yeah, imagine sometimes it's the worst. It can be. Sisters find themselves to be so funny. There's a <laughs> one do, designates herself as the fun. I'm the funny one. Yeah, yes, exactly. And then it starts out, and with sisters, it's like chill. It's like babies. It, even when it starts out fun and laughing, <laughs> tears are just around the corner. And it might have something to do with something that happened 30 years. Like you, you just when I see the sisters all laughing and they're drunk, I get the hell out of here. Because yeah. that's going to turn shots. That the is going to turn. The worst is when they start bringing up the inside jokes, and they yeah. bring it up as if we are privy to what they're talking about. Yeah, because you've been told before, but you've forgotten all about it. I guess that's so. Exactly right. I, I probably, probably. And, I don't care if if six sisters that are drunk, all individually sober, have good voices. As a group, it is in. Possible to listen to without losing your mind. Can we ask what the song was? Was there a particular particular song? Here's another thing: they wouldn't even finish songs. I was hearing, and the songs were like all these. (laughs) The songs were terrible. They would only. We're going riding (laughs) on the freeway. Oh, oh! Here's where the tears come. Here it is. Landslide by uh, Fleetwood Mac. Once once Landslide by Fleetwood Mac shows up. And the, the way that groups of women sing together, they don't really sing. There's like. Women find each other or, so hilarious. Also, there's very little harmonizing sometimes. They're both no, no, singing no. the exact yeah. wrong yeah. notes. Yeah. <laughs> and, and what if. There you go. <laughs> that, that reminds me. Doug Turple, please help us. Help us. English Nick. Yes. You have tootled our pips. I have. And we feel grand about it, and you've done a great job. Thank you very, very much. You're very welcome. Now get the hell out of here and toss off. All right, geezer. <laughs> These two just don't get along. <laughs> we noticed a long time ago that uh, when you and most people read a story or hear a story, where the two words experts say are in the headline, uh, you kind of turn your brain off and just assume, well, they know what they're talking about, but you don't know who these experts are. You don't know where they went in school. You don't know where in their class they graduated. So when we come back, we're going to do experts say. That means every headline has to have those two words, experts say. This is an article from the from Popular Mechanics. <laughs> Flying cars. <laughs> <laughs> A staggering new clue on D.B. Cooper's tie 
has blown the 52-year-old case wide open. Okay. And now what everybody is everybody listening is like, dabble. who in the hell is D.B. Cooper? But people forget about this guy. He, people don't know who D.B. Cooper is? Well, I think that, no, I don't think that people who are like 22 or 23 do. I, I, we hmm. do because yeah. it was still, but it was in the 70s, early 70s, I think. He hijacked a plane. They landed. He demanded two hundred some odd thousand dollars or whatever. And a par- did he have the parachute or did he ask for the parachute? I think he had the parachute. Oh, he had a parachute on there. So they take off to another place. So they're treating it like a normal thing. We'll get him eventually. We'll get the money back. And in the middle of the flight, somewhere over uh, I think uh, Washington State or Oregon, he just opened the door. He had a parachute. He parachuted out. He's never been seen again. I don't think the money has... I think some of the money has been found by some hikers yeah. or, or whatever. And they still don't know who this guy is. And apparently, yeah, there was... Uh, he had a clip-on tie or a regular tie. I don't know. But I guess you don't want to parachute with a tie. So he took it off and he left it on the seat. But for some reason, the FBI won't give it to this, uh, this guy who's done the most work since then uh, to figure out who he was. What uh, are they covering up? Well, that means that's the whole thing. He was an agent, but it's it's just a it's a. I'm sure I I. It's not that I didn't like the X Files. I just kind of didn't have time for it. My guess is DB Cooper came up at some point. No, but on that show Prison Break, uh-huh. one of the characters in the prison with them was DB Cooper, and he knew that. And then they went and found the money. Oh, okay. So now, and uh, DB Cooper in the lore of Twin Peaks is in there, but in the books, yeah. Uh, but uh, so, yeah, I don't know what it is. I don't know if they'll ever give him the tie, but the technology exists that probably with the DNA stuff we could match this. But, but there's some idea, conspiracy wise, that uh, that uh, the feds don't want you to know who yeah. it was. But I'm pretty I, sure the guy that's done the most research on it is just like a guy. It's yeah. not like an official. Or that's anybody, the thing. So it and makes s- sense that they wouldn't give him the tie. Well, they could invite him, you know, they could, he could say, why don't you do these tests and tell us, you know, they could do the test. Uh, There's some idea that he may be, I, my, my working theory has always been uh, that it was uh, uh, Lyndon Baines Johnson and that he didn't really die in the early 70s. (laughs) I jumped out of that plane and I'm going to take the money. He's up there like Grizzly Adams, 800 years old. What's that? He needs, does this guy have a podcast? He needs to benefit from all his research. Finding D.B. Cooper. Who was the... I'm sure he does. RFK Jr.'s been on the podcast. Eric, Eric... Uh, he tub of atrazine. <laughs> <laughs> He's been feminized. Uh, Eric, his last name is U-L-I-S. So you can look and see if he's got... Uh, some oh, that's kind not of good. Ulis. You got to change that last name. Ulis. Podcast. All righty, let's do this. The experts say. Experts say. Experts say. The experts say. Experts say. The experts say on the Von Hessler Doctrine. All right, every headline must have those two words. They can be in either order. It can be experts say or say experts. But uh, Jerry, synonyms. What could it be? Um, can there be synonyms for expert? Acronyms. We accept anything here. <laughs> 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 very, very good. All right. This first one comes from the New York Post. Can we really trust the 2024 presidential polls, they ask? Experts say yes, but. And then they go on into oh, the. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Again. All right. Cra- crappy expert. <laughs> if you go to an expert, you don't want to hear maybe, could be. You're an expert. I could go to the guy at the hardware store and ask him and get a yes, but. Yes, I'm but. I'm a structural expert to like yeah. assess my home. Will my home collapse? No, but, but it might. Yeah. Yeah. Don't hold 
me responsible if it does. Yeah, yeah it might. But these, cl- these clamps are from China. I don't know. By the way, the answer to uh, if the answer is yes, but when it comes to presidential polling, the answer is no. Yes, <laughs> but well, the, the thing that the experts well, yes, now. at the New York Post say is that many Americans don't understand the margin of error. So they they look at right. a poll and they're like, oh look, Trump's up by two, Biden's up by three, you name it, and they're like, oh look, they're they're person's up when they don't realize though is that there is a five point margin of error there's a six well that's the thing that i always looked at with polls it's going it has a chance of being as accurate as this the uh this how small the margin of error is i've never i have seen polls well there's a margin of error of uh seven percent like how is that huge i know that's freaking how is that a poll so, uh, and people should understand this stuff, but there's a lot of things people don't understand. Those people are watching, uh, I was, last night when I was watching the game, they kept showing the commercial for We Are Family, where it's a contest to find out what celebrity this person's related to. And I'm thinking to myself, who in the hell would watch this show? Who? What kind, what's the profile? But one thing I'm sure of, anybody who does does not understand the margin of error yeah. in presidential polling. <laughs> that would be, and there are more, more of them than us. Who would watch a show and be even remotely interested in Cam Newton's cousin? <laughs> there was a genealogy show that people really liked, though. What was the genealogy? Oh, who? Oh, to find out who you're related to. That's at yeah, least well, you, it, an information even, thing. Right? It's just it's usually it was usually famous people tracing their family tree and then visiting like Italy yeah. if that's where they came from and going to the grave of a, a great, uh, great 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 so there's a little backstory there you find out who they were the uh these 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 um game shows that are coming out now it's a whole thing where oh the host doesn't really dress up he might not even shave no. he's somebody famous dressed down and they've gone through so many ideas. I remember a couple of years ago, uh, they were promoting something I never watched called The Wall. It was all questions up on the wall. Now they have a show called The Floor. They're, they're, running, they're running out of ideas. Anybody heard of trivia? You know, I, I know the trivia queen of Crofton, Maryland. Yeah. And she could... Uh, uh, a little trivia show. I might be in. I might be interested in. But yeah. these shows is it's like, in one show the star is the wall, in the other show the star <laughs> is the floor. <laughs> Dave Baker's gonna do sh- a show, the crawl space. The crawl space. Yeah, yeah. come on down to the crawl space. I'll ask you trivia questions. If you get it right, you can leave. If not, I bury you down there with lime. <laughs> That's a show I'd watch. <laughs> and you can get your lime from. Okay, well don't do a commercial. Oh, lime Express. <laughs> <laughs> Doug Turnbull. How are things on the? All right, fearless, intrepid, whatever else. <laughs> Jared Yamamoto, give me another ex. What are the experts saying? All right, these are some of the experts over at Forbes Health. Is 5G making you sick? Here's yes. what experts say. All right, come on. Yeah, really? it is. It's driving you. <laughs> uh, Alex uh, Jones. And, 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 uh, and the towers. You know what you should do? Here's a new character. Okay. Uh, Alex K. Jr., you do Alex, it's a mash of Alex Jones and RFK 
JR. Well, what's going on is that they're, 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 making, they're, they're making all the frogs gay from the, from, from the atrazine. <laughs> not as good as I thought. Not your fault. It was not good. I think it was I think it was, it, no, it was not. It was I, in my mind. It was my. It was my bad. It was, it my was a bad. holiday workshop. It was yeah. a holiday. Welcome to the holiday workshop. <laughs> <laughs> We're not even here right now. I'm watching watching the Bills either win or lose. It's a slightly pre-recorded show. Just Maybe by a couple tied. hours. Maybe. Who knows? All I know is that the audience is getting a good laugh now if the Bills are being shellacked. Mason Rudolph, MVP of the Super Bowl. Oh, exactly. <laughs> Which, by the way, the World Health Organization and the FDA declare 5G safe. So they know oh, well, the inst- these institutions have always been square with us in the past. I see no Don't reason. Don't worry about your phone. It does not give you any sort of cancer or brain waves. They're not beaming ideas into your head. I believe it's Dr. Techie. Yeah, he uh, tells us. German, yes, yes. Dr. Techie. Dr. Techie is the Dr. Fauci of the airwaves. And he makes Make sure-, sure that you're wearing a mask when you're using your cell phone and you will but be can't, fine. People can't understand what I'm you saying. You can get nanoparticles injected into your arm and you'll be safe forever. So, uh, uh, hasn't this been like, I would expect like a George Clark would believe this, like that 5G, it's any new technology. You know, I've been alive long enough to hear the, the tales of, I mean, microwaves were not, microwave ovens were in my lifetime came into homes. Mm-hmm. They weren't a new technology, but they became affordable for the middle class and came into homes. And I knew people who would not let that death machine into their kitchen. Um, you know, what, microwaves and rays, and I'm not going to allow that to happen. Well, I still gr- think that. I, I, I was told not to stand directly in front of it. Right. That still lives in my brain to this day. Just Somebody, uh, uh, Bert from the Bert Show, when I used to work in the same building, he, uh, I have to watch my oatmeal because uh, I want it to bubble up but not bubble over. And he walked into the break room one time and he said, you know, that gives you eye cancer or something. <laughs> that if you stare. My grandpa said that if I if watch you, TV too long. <laughs> if I stare at it. Uh, like, what are you? And then UV I, rays are at a... Uh, more harmful frequency than microwave. Well, I did notice that there is that mesh in there. Is that to scatter things? So if you're looking That's in, my I assumption. would imagine, yeah. So uh, there might be something to it. Listen, you know, he's a good guy. Shout out. He's just trying to help. He didn't want to see his buddy get Yeah, buddy, cancer. I'm an expert about well, microwave. Well, <laughs> these experts on 5G say, okay, again, I mentioned before, the World Health Organization and the yes. FDA have declared it safe. Yeah, everybody, um, everybody trusts them. <laughs> Why would we have any reason not to just take their word? Anybody that believes that 5G caused COVID-19, that is fiction. Uh, they okay, also I have to, you know, as much as I doubt these institutions, <laughs> I'm going to jump on that one. I don't think 5G, what is it, mutating uh, some, a virus in the yeah, air? Yeah. Yeah, that's basically what they were Hey, I've got an idea. If you believe that, don't want to see a phone in your hand. See how that works? See how ah. that works? If you believe that, I don't want to see a phone in your hand. Because I don't know if we're there yet, but we're all on 5G at this point, aren't we? I'm pretty yes. much there. 6G's coming. You couldn't even 6G's. avoid it if you wanted to, right? It's permeating through the air. Yeah, but you wouldn't exacerbate it if you believed it. And last, never mind. <laughs> Well, the exacerbation, if you do too much of it, that will yeah. make you go blind. Man, well, man. Yes, and the hair on your palms. Yes. Well, well, the interesting thing about these experts Soft. is is they, they determined that it, <laughs> that 5G is actually dangerous for airplanes, believe it or not. It's, it can, oh, it, that's, now, see, that's where they're the lying. They don't want you not spending the money on their Wi-Fi. Bingo! See? Bingo. I've left my Wi-Fi, or I've left, I've not turned airplane mode on for years and years. You know what? That's fantastic. But let me tell you something. If you're ever in a seat and you're going down, it's going to cross your mind. <laughs> yeah. I, I, it's like, airplane mode! Sorry! Wouldn't that be hilarious? You're, like, you've gone, you've already dropped 10,000 and she takes hers off of airplane mode and she notices that they start to uh. level out. <laughs> 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 
again, you can blame Autumn Fisher. Yes. <laughs> According to these experts, uh, if you turn to your left, Crofton, Maryland, open the door and push that bitch out. Again, according to the, I believe DB left a tie in a parachute. <laughs> these experts at Forbes again say uh, that the FAA warned that 5G interference could affect altitude readings on some jets. Could, could, could. So. again, experts, isn't this this is science? We're talking about. Uh, What's going on there? So is there trouble in the cafe? And is there a cafeteria fight yeah, breaking out? up. Wrong song there. Wrong song. It's never the wrong... Well, no, unless it's modern country. <laughs> Doug Turbo, turn off your 5G up there in the chopper. Okay? Yeah, be careful, buddy. Be careful. Help us out of the road. Hour three of the Von Hessler Doctrine begins right now. And Tim Andrews, he sends me stuff a lot in text, and they're all very funny. Sometimes I watch them, sometimes I don't. Sometimes I read them, sometimes I don't. And I have not gotten around to this, but you've been talking about this AI-generated comedy, a George Carlin comedy special, and you like it. I heard a little bit of it. Like a lot of AI, it doesn't quite sound exactly like George Carlin. It's a whole hour special. And so it's George Carlin making fun of current events and people and there's Taylor Swift jokes in there and things like that. and uh, But now uh, we have uh, some pushback where uh, George Carlin's daughter has said that she doesn't like it and that he wouldn't like it and that it shouldn't exist. I don't know what the laws are around this, but uh, we don't have to get into that part of it. We can deal with George Stein at some point. But uh, you still maintain that it was very funny and you like it. I think it was funny. There's a philosophical angle to it that people are missing if they're not watching it. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I don't know how I'd feel about it. I'm dead. <laughs> That's great. That's great. <laughs> and does he say that in it? Does sort he... of. L- yeah. Last week while you were in Florida, we had a chance to play just side by side so you can hear it. A, right. a, a, a clip of him actually speaking and then the AI cut next to it. Yeah, to me, I think the AI thing sounds, a lot of times it sounds a little too fast, which makes the pitch of the voice go a little high. So here's the real cutter. Every time you're exposed to advertising, you realize once again that America's leading industry, America's most profitable business is still the manufacture, packaging, distribution, and marketing of bull****. High quality, grade A, prime cut, pure American bull****. I miss that guy. I do too. <laughs> then here's the yeah. back. Here's the AI version. I think I can make a case for at least one comedian we can all agree is better in AI form. Bill Cosby. <laughs> with AI, Bill Cosby, you get all of the Cosby jokes with none of the Cosby rips. <laughs> the worst thing AI Bill Cosby could do is send an unsolicited AI generated <laughs> pick, which means it won't really look that much like a. Anyway, <laughs> sort of. You that's got good. That's, that's good. That's, that's good. better than that's that's better than I expected. That's better. I'm now going to watch. You say the whole hour is funny. Yeah, and given what we how download we, it because it might be taken off at some point. Yeah, but it'll be mirrored immediately. Okay, well, like you the know Tom what. Brady one, they they got sued for that. I don't know how to get to all those parts of the web. It's on yeah. YouTube. No, oh, yeah, it this is, is this oh, is okay. easily accessible. Yeah, just doozy that's Tim, What people wrote this one, right? That my I believe standing with. Go ahead. Well, my understanding with Tom Brady was that was AI was fed clips of Tom Brady so it could match its voice, and it was just told to create a comedy set. And the with jokes the George are Carlin too good. one, it was written. Yeah, well, and Will Sasso's behind it. He's a comedian. So, yeah. I mean, you you do wonder of because of, anything else that we get out of AI right now is like three quarters, ah, uh, yeah, but a quarter not. For it to be that dead on, the jo- yeah, yeah, I, I think that probably, but I think they're saying. I mean, I, I'm my speculation would be. 
if you did write the jokes, you would want to say you didn't so that you would keep yourself out of legal exactly. harm's way. And we're hearing Greg's voice, so we might as well do this. Monday, Monday. So good to me. It's Monday Stories with Greg Russ. Monday morning. Where's my daughter? I thought she's with me. We want AI mamas and papas. That's what we want. I like my version better than y'all's version. Monday Stories. Yeah, you're right. I'll both. tell you what. It sounds like a serial killer is about to tell <laughs> yes. you about Mondays. I'm going to tell you about Mondays. It's either a, it sounds like either a serial killer is about is behind you or Paul McCartney's writing another Christmas song. <laughs> Monday stories. All right, Greg, you got some Monday stories? Uh, yeah, of course I do. Top Gun 3 is already in the works at Paramount. No. That's exciting surprise. After Top Gun Maverick made over a billion dollars at the box office, they couldn't leave it be. And they said, you know what? Let's do it, even though it was decades in between the first one and the second. Well, of course. Well, of course, because they, there's no new ideas. We all know that. There's another one. Uh, something's being turned into a musical or something. I can't remember in the summer. I don't know about the, the stuff that's coming out this year. If you look at the stuff, so much of it is sequels and prequels and this and that. And it's just... Ordinary people yeah. being turned into a... A musical? Uh, yeah. Come uh, out of your room. Uh, I you, wish you were never born. The he, wrong son died. He's just a sulky young man. <laughs> he's got problems, I tell you. I look forward to that I was on taxi. I, <laughs> I look forward to that one. Uh, but there's just no new... You know, this movie, The Holdovers, I think is... Uh, it's going to have legs. It's going to have legs, and people, it's surprising me that people in different generations are responding to it. A small movie done in, a seven, done in the, done, set in the 70s. Yeah, 71. But the movie being a, done in a 70s style. And uh, even Jared Yamamoto and his I really wife, enjoyed it. He told me, uh, we think we're going to turn that into a yearly Christmas movie. Yeah, it's a great Christmas movie. So it's going to, there's, and, and that will never win the day. You know, we're going to get Oppenheimer 2. <sighs> <laughs> the Atoll. <laughs> Oppenheimer, the prequel. Oh, when he was in elementary school. It was, oh. He was an interesting... It'll be like young Sheldon. <laughs> young no, Oppenheimer. Yeah. Young Sheldon's apparently getting a spinoff. I saw young that. Sheldon already a spinoff of Big Bang Theory. Wait, okay, but... so young Sheldon is being canceled this year. That's what my understanding Yes, but they're keeping it going with... With, with that kid? Is it like, is it adolescent Sheldon? No, I think it's the uh, it's the parents, right, that, that are going to be... A prequel of a prequel. Yes, a prequel of a prequel, <laughs> <What>? exactly. <laughs> Infant <Why>? Sheldon. Yeah. <laughs> Reverse infinity. He was wise behind, yeah. beyond his years. I was in the... Never mind. Yeah, well, I think we can all agree that uh, the mothership, Big Bang Theory, was <laughs> such a great show. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. Amazing. <laughs> such a great show. But it ran for so long, and people did, like my grandparents well, liked again, it. again, you know, it's all the years of those microwaves in their kitchens. People are <laughs> they're dumb. nerds, and they're talking about science. CBS. Do you, you think put that, anything on CBS in the 90s? I know. Do, do you think that uh, Big Bang Theory made uh, dumb people feel smart because they yes. watched it? Yeah. Yes. I, that's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But that was la- certainly the appeal to it. I want to go back to the holdovers, though. Yes. Um, because you sent me a text, you actually really liked it, and you mentioned there was a slice of life movie, yeah. Yeah. which we don't get that often anymore. If a movie's not making a billion dollars, it seems like 
the studios have no interest in it. And there has to be this ending that changes the world for the characters and for the, and I don't want to give anything away, but this is just like life. It's just like, this is a thing that happened in these people's lives. And guess what? After the credits roll, uh, they went on with their lives. And so it, it doesn't have to end in a battle of wits or anything. or It's just that, oh, that's what happened to these people in this period of time. You got to hang with them. Yeah. And, you know, you're able to dig in and feel more, feel more connected to the characters. Whereas yeah. it's difficult to do when you have ensemble casts. Uh, when the stakes are so high that the universe is going to explode if the person doesn't do what they need to do. And you know I've be always great? liked movies like that. I like yeah. sitting there in the theater and watching the credits, not because I'm waiting for something to pop up after the credits, but because I want to think. Yeah, and also yeah. absorb. Take a moment to absorb. If the movie is that good, then the music along with the closing credits is going to be within the mood of the thing, and it's a, it's a way to just kind of sit there and think about it. I mentioned this before. The opposite is Rebel Moon. This is not a movie. Uh, you've got to watch. It is, this is really something that what's should there, be what's, studied. What streamer is this one on? Rebel it's, Moon? Uh, it was uh, Netflix. Netflix. Okay. And they spent $188 million. I only saw part one. Maybe it'll pay. But the difference is, and I, I mentioned this before, there is a character that gives his life so that the rest of the people in the gang can keep on going. And you absolutely do not care. You don't know who this is. They only were in the movie for maybe 25, 30 minutes before they do this. And it's it's just, let's go here. Let's go there. Let's do this. Let's put this thing. It is the exact. If you watch Rebel Moon and then watch The Holdovers, it's almost like a study in film of, of what characters are and what they can be and, and what good writing is as opposed to bad writing and i know what uh, uh good traffic prophesied no you we need help we need help with the traffic this is officially a tease so greg russ why don't you tease us with our next monday story ebay is going to be paying three million dollars to a couple that they harassed employees of ebay harassed them sent them what? a fetal pig a funeral <laughs> what? this is wild what Oh, all right. Don't go anywhere, folks. People have uh, been on pins and needles about this eBay story, so we better, uh, <laughs> so better help them out. What is this weird eBay Monday story, Greg Russ? Strange story. eBay has agreed to pay a couple $3 million because employees of eBay harassed them. Ina and David Steiner. These are the victims. These the, are the victims. Okay. They have a website, and they were critical. Of Can you eBay. stop for a second? That is not a name I've ever heard before. I don't think Ina. Mm-mm. I've heard, I've I've heard of Esma. You have an Aunt Ina. I don't have an Aunt Ina. I have really? Ida. <laughs> okay, Ida. I've never, is that a, is that a name anybody else has ever? I've never heard that name. No. Well, good for her. It's nice to be an original. All right, go ahead. So they published criticisms of eBay on their e-commerce news site, which is e-commerce bites. If you'd like to go visit it, but employees of eBay for whatever reason took offense to this and just harassed them. They sent them a fetal pig. They sent them a funeral wreath. They sent them a book about grieving when your spouse dies. They posted on Craigslist and sent people to their house for sexual encounters. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's a wild story. Everything but swatting, it sounds like. Basically. Pretty and, much. And, and so eBay at the top obviously didn't know this was going on. Not at the time, no. And then obviously when they found out, they decided to settle this. 
I don't really Why understand million? the motivation. Why 3 million? Should it be more? Now. I don't understand. Well, I, I I do. I do. I do, which is, you know, young people. I guarantee they were young. I guarantee they were young tech workers, right? Why would you care? If somebody criticized the company I worked for, I wouldn't then go after them uh, and send them pig's blood in a vial. Maybe a young Tim Andrews type when Tim Andrews was young was there. Like, yeah, oh, I had George Hayduke's books. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Oh, that you got him at the back of uh, Soldier of Fortune. They were getting how to get revenge. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So this is something at some point, not now, as a father. And, no, you know, that, as a teenager. But as a, yeah, you liked kind of doing... There Incel was, era. There was a there was a person at a <laughs> bookstore that they harassed for thirty years. Oh yeah, we still prank him. Still prank this guy because he was snooty to them. To one me. time he was snooty. I can one understand time? that. Yeah, I would do that. Yeah, no, that's you know, for years. I can understand I that become... once or twice. I don't understand that for thirty years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Move it's on. It's a long play. It's Teach fun. that person a lesson. Yeah, it's fun. You still snooty in your daily life, huh? I, you know what? You if this guy still works at Walden Books thirty no, years no, no, later, he, he he has an online store now. So you you call him and go, hey, do you got this? book I, well, uh, you just keep asking and that, and that. It's fun. <laughs> so you still do this yeah occasionally oh when we think God, about it Tim? i did it in september when i was up there <laughs> oh for heavens is there still rage when you think about the initial incident <laughs> no the still... rage is gone it's just a thrill of um continuing to harass a man <laughs> for 30 years you uh <laughs> you you asked for a book that was uh, a popular book and he was snooty like this is i not said do you have a copy of uh, wise guys by nicholas Pelleggi? and he said and this is when that th this is when goodfellas was, was popular yeah. oh yeah true crime you might want to go to like b dalton or walden <laughs> books to find that <laughs> sure he's a lover of dean Koontz, though oh yeah who that. isn't I have, I have, I have been since puberty. I could still feel Tim's <laughs> anger when he says that. There, you well, still yeah, have anger. He's very derisive to me, and I was pissed. <laughs> no, I understand this. Uh, I know so, you do. Of course you do. I get it. But this eBay story, I would not become protective of a corporation. Right. Even if right. I worked for, I would do. Who cares? But I think maybe it's like a Tim Andrews type back then who's just being opportunistic. Like, yes. okay, here's a. But that's more than one person, isn't it? I, I never mailed blood to anybody or a fetal <laughs> pig. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's not, is it just one person or was it multiple yeah. people? This was several people. So yeah, see, uh, you'd have to get several Tim Andrews in was, one building. It was a couple. Yeah, you ooh, don't want that. Dangerous. Wow. Yeah. If, if that ever happens, messy. lock the door from the outside. Yeah. I clone myself. Turn off the HVAC and just walk away. <laughs> I give up. You can have whatever book you want. I'm sorry I criticized you. It's okay. Whatever Do you have you... the sequel? <laughs> yes. Wow. yes. Guys, I got it all. Tim. I'd like to team up with you and we could do a series called The Long Play. Yeah. People who, who wronged us and slighted us. Look out, Mrs. Just Nesbitt. You probably have no idea. Probably helped his mom through cancer. Yeah, he probably was, was having a, a rough guy. day. What if he was having a rough day that day and then just... He wasn't. He had a bookstore full of people. <laughs> well... He was fine. <laughs> maybe, maybe his family life. There were things going I on. I mean, it's bad enough he lived in Binghamton, New York, but I mean, yeah. come on, it's not my fault. Maybe his girlfriend dumped him or something, or... That's he possible. didn't have a girlfriend. There was a girlfriend. <laughs> there was no girlfriend involved. Hey, what, are, what are you being like, uh, Cat, I'm, I'm, Cat Williams there? I don't think it was a girlfriend. I know he well, didn't have a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't his bag. Oh, for a, a weird faced wife. That that Cat Williams thing yeah, is three great. three hours long. I've seen maybe an hour. You didn't commit to three hours. I over time I will. The intensity is just a little too much. Such as the intensity on the roadways, but we have Doug Turner. My amazing doctrinaires have WSB shows and podcasts as well. I did not write this. Feel free to check out the latest Popcast with Tim Andrews. That's Saturday from 7 to 8 p.m. And The Nightcap with Jared Yamamoto. That's Saturday from 11 to midnight. Also grab new episodes of Radio Labyrinth, One Topic, and The Power Pod everywhere that you grab all the other episodes of podcast that you enjoy.
All right, we're coming around the bend. Last half hour ahead of us, so why don't we do a little free audio association and get some of this audio that's on the table, off the table, so that uh, I can go. No, I am home now. I'm all, this was pre-recorded just a couple hours before the show, so at this point we know whether I'm happy or miserable with whatever the Bills are doing. All right, we are going to do... Well, I hate this when I bring up a story and then I can't get in. Hey, you got to pay for it. I don't want to pay a, for Those it. are writers that worked really hard to bring you that journalism. Archive.is. Uh, what is that again? Archive.is. <laughs> Very easy. Autumn knew that too, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you knew that, but Autumn Ar- knew that archive. too. Archive.is. Uh, I do first. If you don't like the weather, stick around. It'll change in 10 minutes. Shut up. You know it. Hey. Archive.is. Or P. Well, we've got. You know what? You know what? It's not in my life anymore, I realize, um, because I don't watch 24 hour news. I'm sure. Like. I have not seen one stupid thing where reporters go into a diner in Iowa and ask people about Oh, Fox politics. is doing that. Of don't, course don't they are. You worry. There are no new ideas. You know, uh, the NFL is the most popular television show always, right? Because, because of the game. But I've noticed that the people who work in these mediums, they, they have, they're, they're such hacks. So the beginning of the Detroit game yesterday... It's like, oh, we have to, it's local celebrity, music, little video. Local celebrity tells you what this game means to. And I saw it start with Eminem, and it's nothing, nothing against Eminem. I just went, yeah, I'll pause it for 30 minutes and come in. And just, <laughs> it's like, the people in TV just don't know how to do anything new. It's boring already. The, the, the person doing the poem about the game. I've been watching the game since 1970. It's my favorite sport. It's not something that should elicit poetry. I'm sorry. It's, I, I love the game. I'm going to be very mad. We pre-recorded this a couple hours early so I could watch the Bills so you all know. Maybe I'm really mad right now about a game. Or I get really happy if my team wins. But I know when these poems are going on and these salutes to the game that I know, no, it's not that important. It's simply not. It's not that important. And these hacks <laughs> don't know how to do anything else. So it's take actor. The, the actor walks down a hallway, and when you walk into blah blah blah, blee blee blee, and a blah blah, it's like I, I'm not I'm not in the. Can somebody somewhere have an original idea and stop following everyone else and everything they do? The first person who did that, I would imagine, probably before a Super Bowl, it was an original idea. Now you think of something different. Let's do this. Free audio association. We really need to. I thought that she was trying to lose weight, but somebody wired her jaw shut just as an act of aggression, it turns out. I can still eat a lot of things, milkshakes. Well, I want to say, I think you're a little too accepting. You accept these things that happen to you. <laughs> I, I think you should call 911 if you can. She, or She cut Tim Andrews off in traffic once in 1977. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out, yes. I'm wired a milkshake. <laughs> 
All right, we got to get some. So that just means we have audio. Do you have uh, audio? Hey, is Bill Belichick coming to Atlanta? No, I thought I he know. was until the Dallas Cowboys laid oh, that egg. Oh, I know. My goodness. Yeah, I'd rather be in Atlanta. I think Dan Quinn will be available as well if you want to get him back. I think Dan Quinn could be the next coach of the Cowboys, but Bill Belichick no, will be the no. first Why coach. would you turn it over to the guy who couldn't stop a rookie in his first playoff game from walking into your house where you've won the last 16 games at home and beating the absolute you? You know what out of it you. It all starts at the top. It's Mike McCarthy's fault, not Dan if Quinn's Jerry fault. Jo- no. If Jerry Jones gives that job to Dan Quinn after that, that means Jerry Jones has gone full on, you know, it's time to say, okay, <laughs> it's time for Steven to step up. Well, he's, he's, He doesn't have it anymore. Speaking of Jerry Jones, he was not happy after last night's well, loss to the Packers. I was happy. This is uh, one of my most surprises since I've been involved in sport, period. So this is uh, uh, that degree. I know how disappointed everybody is. It's all my comment. In terms of playoff losses, where does this one rank for you? Well, I don't have uh, uh, really, I can't reach back and look at a playoff loss. Uh, uh, but this uh, uh, seems like the, uh, the, the most uh, painful uh, because uh, we all had such great expectation and we had hope for this team. They had uh, so they had home field next week again if they'd won this That's game. That's right. They were the two seed, and they were the two seed. So they had a path to having the championship game in their house where they hadn't lost a game in you know like sixteen or so, and uh, to, it was twenty-seven to nothing at halftime. By the way, the Green Bay Packers. There's a couple things here. Uh, Green Bay Packers. Not only do they have a rookie quarterback, well, he's not a rookie quarterback. Don't get me wrong. He's it's his, but it's his it's his, his first season where he started. First starting yeah, he's season. He's been behind Aaron Rodgers for a right. couple of years. His first starting Jordan season. Love. It's wrong to say he's a rookie. Um, but uh, are you kidding me? Uh, th- th- that's his first playoff situation. Also, it does not look. It's not a good week for Aaron Rodgers. No, not at all. Because Aaron Rodgers, this, this is the youngest team in the league, and Aaron Rodgers was, you know, I can't please kids. They're not good. They're not good enough to play with me. I want to go. I'm going to take my favorite receivers and go to New York and, and do it. And let me tell you, you could feel. And Now, I like enigmatic people, and I'd rather listen to Aaron Rodgers talk than most quarterbacks because he's not going to say things like, oh, we're a resilient team, which okay. is like if anybody says that again, I'm going to shoot my television. We're all because we're a resilient team. I would rather, as a person, hear Aaron Rodgers talk because he's enigmatic and kind of weird. Um, but I don't necessarily want that uh, as the quarterback for a team because you have enigmatic people. I don't know if they're really great leaders. Sometimes they are, but not, not always. But uh, you could tell the Green Bay Packers as an entire organization, are walking lighter not having Aaron Rodgers, and I'm going on a darkness retreat, and I came out of the darkness retreat, and they didn't respond to my texts and all of that. And now you just got young guys who are like, I'm lucky to be in the league. Let's go have fun. Yeah, Let's Jordan, go play the and, game. And Jordan Love is improving. That's probably the most important thing to take away from that game. Like you, you think? Yeah, I mean, he's just, I mean, not only is he mobile, but he also can throw up top, he can throw on the Also, side. this is not a sports show, but we have to go back a few years. When they when they, uh, when they they drafted Jordan Love and everybody beat him up because they had an MVP quarterback, MVP quarterback and Aaron Rodgers, and why didn't you get him more weapons? 
they did exactly what they did. Aaron Rodgers, same thing happened with Brett Favre. He sat mm-hmm. behind him. And it, you got to give that front office who is maligned, listen, they understand one thing. Free agents that make millions of dollars don't want to live in Green Bay. They have to draft these guys. And they have to have them in-house. And they have to teach them how to be great quarterbacks. And it looks like they've done it for a third time in a row. I'm a Bills fan. It took us 20 years to find a quarterback after Jim <laughs> Kelly. This is Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers to now it looks like Jordan Love is the next 15 years. That's Everybody said they did it wrong. They did it right. Autumn has always said that you should try to develop within your organization. That's always yeah, been an Autumn staple. Is, is that what yeah, you say, Autumn? Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, Doug Turbo, help us get home. All right. There's still a little audio left on the table. We're doing free audio association. So yeah. what's next? Believe it or not, Eric, we are reaching a budget deadline on Capitol oh, Hill this week. This is going to be on Friday. And Screw these people. They don't know how to do their jobs. They're disgusting <laughs> human beings. You, 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 oh, we couldn't come up with a budget again? Really? For the third or fourth? You know, now they're going to have one another stopgap. Yes. You know what? Anybody who's part of a stopgap, vote for somebody else. <laughs> Who will do the job? What if you went to work and said, well, we did a little bit of it? Well, let's see. I'm going to play both sides. We're going to get it all done next month. We S- promise. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer is going to introduce a bill tomorrow. And let's see Let's see if you're convinced by what he's going to present. I'm announcing that I will put on the floor of the Senate legislation this Tuesday that will keep the government open. Open. And I hope we get strong bipartisan support. Okay. You know what you're going to get? You got to get something. You know. Uh, you know what's going to get strong bipartisan support for <laughs> killing people in other countries. That's After the that, first thing on the yeah, menu. Boy, our, these parties are so different. Boy, they all agree we we should be killing people in other countries and now, then let them come here after we've killed their families. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> now on the other side of the aisle. The uh, Republican side, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, has not yeah. been happy at all with this stopgap deal and f- stop. I cannot believe no. it. I, it I, I have, my point of view has to be represented by Marjorie Taylor Greene. <laughs> yes, Green. in fact, you and Marjorie have uh, a lot in common here. But she's we have a lot in common. <laughs> <laughs> she has, she's upset about more of like the border issues than you are, but you do agree on this at least. I told Speaker Johnson if he made that deal in exchange for $60 billion for Ukraine, I, I would vacate the chair and I still stand by those words. Oh, she, she said that she would and vacate. And I still stand by those words. <laughs> so, uh, bring what, it. What is, I, I spoke over her. Uh, Here she ahead, is. Yeah. It doesn't I matter. I thought I'd be funny here. I'm going to fart in your face. I'm going to fart in your basket. <laughs> <laughs> I told Speaker Johnson if he made that deal in exchange for $60 billion for Ukraine, I would vacate the chair and I still stand by those words. Oh, great. Let's, let's just I'll see. Vacate hey, chair. I'll take my toys and go you know, home. You know what? Let's not pass budgets, but let's impeach every president. Let's oust every house. Let's just, let's, just, uh, let's just show the world what a complete uh, bunch of losers we've become. Honestly, stopgap measures, and it is again. Let me bring it up. What if you went to work and you would say, "Well, we did a, we did we did half of it, and we promise in a month we're going to finish the job." That's what's been going on. <laughs> Their seriously. job is to pass budgets and run the government. And but if ha- we just keep pushing the budgetary issues forward, mm-hmm. then. We'll just keep dealing with it. We don't actually have to make it. Wait, what direction, uh, Marjorie? What direction is it going again? Forward. (laughs) Oh, I thought you'd say four words. Four words or backwards. Four words would be uh, one, two, three, four. Four (laughs) different words. Words. I think right. this stopgap measure only goes until April. Don't quote Look, me on that. Look, these people one. are losers. This country yeah. is being run by complete horrible. These are awful people. 
These are awful people. Who, all right, they work really hard. Yeah, <laughs> you're one of them. All of them. All of them. Anybody running, I don't care. You listen to me right now? Who's that favorite candidate of yours? I don't like them. <laughs> I don't like them. They're terrible. They're using you. Nobody's, go do your job. Dude, what if I came and said, hey, we're on from four to seven. Yeah, you know what? What if I went to my program director and said, yeah, I just did an hour and a half today. But you know what? Next month, I'm going to do a, a five-hour show. I'll make up for it. Why are these people allowed? You have to make... Meanwhile, we, they got us $34 trillion in debt. These are awful people who do the bidding of billionaires. This country is run by billionaires and the intelligence agencies, and the only checks and balances are the intelligence agencies know all the dirty stuff about the uh, billionaires. <laughs> so they, they know where all the skeletons they, are. Hey, that's checks and balances. That, that's, that's the checks and balances. because And, and then, uh, you know, the billionaires pay the intelligence agents to come work for... It's just, that's what's going on. Call me a conspiracy theorist. Guess what? So you really, You'd be wrong. So you really don't think there's a moment where Marjorie Taylor Greene over in the House can't you know, shake hands with Chuck Schumer on the Senate side and they can work this all out where everybody's it happy long term? I won't to. touch that evil woman. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing they ever all agree about, and i got to give it to Gates and Marjorie Taylor Greene, is that we have to constantly be killing people in other countries. That, that one is always, oh, yeah, we have to be doing that. And then we can't talk about it. We can't. I call it the war that shall not be named because yeah. I have a job to do here. I was thinking the other day, the only way a liberal can get canceled is if they express sympathy for dying children. That's the world that we live in. Uh, That's the world we live in. As we wrap up here, Eric, you know what? People get upset that the show ends and they demand more content. All right, Eric, it's been two weeks. In the new year, we need our Podcast 30, Podcast After Show, or whatever the hell you want to call it this time. No, I had We've got I- to have our uncensored Von Hessler doctor. I, I did. I have an idea. but And then I thought, oh, do I want to do it? I don't do the work. I never get rewarded. I, well, I mean, you know. <laughs> but I did have a, a, an idea for a thing called the pre-show, post-show. We record it before the show, but it plays after the show. Okay. But then I'd have to come in and Catchy do another, name. Huh? Pre-show, pre-show. I know, I like the name a lot. I'm all about names. I can give things names all day long. The follow-through? That's where there's trouble. All right. <laughs> the follow-through with Eric Von Hesler. <laughs> we'll, do, we'll do that before the show. Uh, <laughs> that music's telling me two things. Shut the hell up. Get the hell out. You know me. I comply. Another show tomorrow starts at 4 p.m. You're all invited to join us. But until then, continue on your journey. I do not piss off the genie. Thanks for listening to the Von Hessler Doctrine podcast. Remember, you can hear the show from 4 to 7 on 95.5 WSB and follow the Doctrine on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, Instagram, and Twitter for even more content. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.